Welcome to the Smart Weight Loss Coaching Podcast. I'm Dr. Lisa Olson, a board-certified weight loss medicine specialist and certified life coach. In this podcast, I'll share fresh insights and effective techniques for incorporating mindset, habit change, and proven science into your life. Are you ready to achieve sustainable weight loss, wellness, and longevity? Then let's jump in and lose weight the smart way. Welcome back. Today, we're going to walk through a six-step plan to manage your weight over the holidays. Let's jump in with step one. Identify your vision. What's the reason that you're celebrating this particular holiday? Is it all about the food? Maybe you might have special foods that you like that have family or cultural meaning or memories, but is it really all about the food? Of course not. For most of us, we'd say that the holidays are a special time to connect with friends and family, right? And maybe you engage with others in your community through volunteer projects or other activities. I'd like to invite you to simply dial up your focus on people and activities while you dial down your focus on food this season. Simply shift the balance a little bit. When it comes to food, let's splurge only on the special days, the holidays. Imagine if instead of a birthday, we had an entire birthday season. Party hats and confetti, pizza parties and presents, cake and ice cream every single day. Sounds fun, kind of, but that's actually a calamitous approach to birthday eating, especially if you care about your weight. Not to mention that special days aren't so special anymore when you eat celebration food all the time. So why do we treat the time from Halloween through the new year as one big food carnival? What's that doing for us? Well, actually, I'll tell you what it's doing. Most people gain a pound over the holidays and also an average of two pounds a year. That might not sound like a lot, But the data shows us that it's one pound of holiday weight that stays with us. People don't tend to lose their holiday pound once it shows up. So you can imagine that after 20, 30, or 40 years of adulthood, those pounds are tenacious and tough to lose. Part of my holiday vision is to make the special days special but to keep the focus on regular eating during most of the days of the holiday season. I wasn't able to get together with my mom on Thanksgiving Day this year, so we got together after the holiday. I could have made a formal meal that took all day to cook and that left us feeling as full as a traditional Thanksgiving turkey dinner. Instead, I made vegetarian chili and served it with some bread from a local bakery. It was simple, healthy, and satisfying. And because it was so easy to make and so simple to serve, dinner became just a small part of the time that we spent together. We also had plenty of time and energy to take a walk, which was way better for us than sitting around watching sports or debating politics. I take a bowl of chili and a walk with my mom over a food carnival any day. So that's the bigger vision, but now let's go on to step two of our healthy holiday plan. 
Actually, that is step two. Make a plan. If you show up for a holiday meal or party with absolutely no plan in mind, my guess is that you'll overeat and maybe overdrink and probably also eat things that aren't really worth the splurge simply because they're offered. I've been invited to a wonderful holiday party that's coming up tomorrow, so this is a perfect time to make my plan. And let's not forget that writing down our specific plan is half the battle. If you make a plan and you write it, you're more likely to honor it. So grab your pen and paper and let's go. This party plan begins with a reminder to myself at the top of the page that the value of the party is in the people, not the food, not the drinks. I'm there for the laughter and connection. I'm there to support my friends and to be supported. But that said, I know everyone is bringing something yummy, and since I have a vague idea of what's on the menu, I can start planning. When you think about formalizing your food plan, you might be curious about what others eat. I get that. In my medical practice and in my group weight loss program, Smart Weight Loss Coaching, I have the pleasure of hearing what lots of people eat. So I have a clear understanding of the range of normal eating behaviors during the holiday season. And I get a sense for what works, what's too restrictive, and what's too permissive. Since you probably don't get to hear what other people are planning to eat when they're trying to avoid holiday weight gain, I'll open up and share my plan with you. Can I check in? Are we all aligned around not restricting over the holiday season? I hope so. In other words, it's appropriate and even joyful to allow some treats this time of year. As long as the frequency and portions are reasonable, it'll be okay. No restricting. I'm going to start by making sure that I don't show up to the party starving, right? I'll plan to eat a normal healthy breakfast and lunch, and depending on what time the party starts, I may have a healthy snack in the late afternoon. Eating a Honeycrisp apple has never ruined my appetite. I can well imagine that the party will start with some appetizers and the offer of a glass of wine. Making a specific plan means deciding in advance if I'm drinking wine or not, and if I'm going to have wine, how much do I plan to drink? For this annual event, I'll plan my glass of wine early in the evening since I'll be driving home later. I love to be the designated driver because it helps me to have a purpose for sticking to one drink. I don't need to feel deprived about it. In fact, I feel proud of myself for making a smart choice. One glass early in the evening, and then I'll switch to water. If there are appetizers, I don't think I'll have any. My focus will be on seeing my friends at the party. And since I'm not showing up hungry, I'm in no rush to eat. As for the menu, I know someone offered to bring roasted root vegetables, and I'm bringing a hearty salad, so I have plenty of healthy and delicious meat-free options. I'm planning to have a reasonable-sized serving of dessert as my special treat, as long as it's something I really enjoy. But if it turns out that dessert isn't one of my favorites, no problem. I'll simply pivot and plan to have dessert another time soon. The goal is to avoid gratuitous eating. If it's not my favorite dessert, 
why wouldn't I hold off and enjoy a different treat in the future? One that's iconic for the season or a special family holiday dessert. Let's move on to step three. Evaluate your plan and look for obstacles. This oft-forgotten step is the best one. Don't skip it. Imagine I have this great plan, but when I sit down to think through the obstacles, I realize that I'm going to be in a time crunch all day long. I'll be driving my kids around to various activities, and I'm not sure when I'll have time to run to the grocery store and make the salad that I promised I would bring. Now that I think it through, I can imagine a scenario where it's 5 p.m. and I'm getting ready for the party and I've completely missed lunch. Now hunger sets in big time. But the party doesn't start until 7. I could hold off, but then I'll show up to the party famished and ready to eat anything in my line of sight. Without solving for obstacles in advance, the best laid plans may go awry. No problem. That's why we do this evaluation step. I see the obstacles and I can rewind and solve for them. I'll make a point of having a hearty breakfast to start my day. Maybe I'll cook some steel-cut oats the night before the party and I'll eat them with chopped up apples, walnuts, and cinnamon. That's definitely better than just coffee or a light breakfast. I can also take five minutes to make myself a sandwich with toasted whole grain bread, avocado, and a hard-boiled egg, which I'll wrap in aluminum foil for when I go out and about with the kids. I'll bring a small Honeycrisp apple too, because that's something I can easily eat in the car if necessary. Now I'm set up to be appropriately hungry rather than absolutely starving when I arrive at the party at 7. This positions me to better follow my plan. Now that I've evaluated my plan and worked around the obstacles, it's time for step four. Choose your label. We've talked about labels before in this podcast in episode 15. I have a terrible sweet tooth is a common label that can undermine us during the holidays. Why would you give your power away by choosing a thought like that? If you walk into a party with a belief that it's going to be a food carnival because it's impossible not to overeat sweets, then I'm quite sure you'll prove that true. Let me offer you a label that you're welcome to try. I only have dessert when it's something I really like and I never have more than one serving. Choose your label, write it down, say it to yourself over and over, And you might just surprise yourself when you take action to make that label true. That brings me to step five, follow your plan. I know I'm being Captain Obvious here, but this is when the rubber meets the road. You've been intentional. You've written down your plan. You've pre-committed to it. You've told others about it. These things will increase the likelihood of adhering to the plan you created. So embrace that plan, own it, and follow it. Step six, our final step. Congratulate yourself for your effort or success and identify the learning for next year. Let's say I did pretty well with my plan initially, but I eventually had a second serving of pie when I had only planned to have one small slice. Listen, we're all human. It happens. We could trash talk ourselves in these moments, but that just makes us feel defeated. And when you feel defeated or feel like a failure, 
it's easy to give up and stop trying. So don't do that to yourself. I'm simply going to give myself partial credit for the things I did do well and find the learning for next year. Maybe I was vulnerable because I sat right where dessert was served. And after sitting there for a while, it was so easy to have another serving. If that's my learning, I can then use my favorite hack to solve for it. It's a gift to my future self to help me nail it for next year. I'll simply set a calendar reminder for December 2024 that says, at the holiday party, don't choose a seat near the dessert buffet. And after eating dessert, immediately get up and offer to help the host clean up in the kitchen while others are lingering over more dessert. It's as simple as that. Your future self will thank you for this sage advice. As you think about managing your weight over the holidays, I hope you'll consider holding steady to be a success and that you'll choose at least one of these six steps as your NBA, your next best action for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you'd like more support during your smart weight loss journey, check out our group coaching program at smartweightlosscoaching.com. Until next time, stay well and stay smart.